Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Nice District. Rogers plays the Oilers and Canucks. 8 o'clock. Puck drops 6 o'clock. Uh, face-off show. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Jack Michaels, Cam Moon, and myself, a cast of thousands, the Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks. He joins us twice a week. He's our NHL insider, John Shannon, for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. John, how you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. You? Good. Uh, let's start with this. Yesterday, Ken Holland was on the show, and he was talking about the makeup of the defense. And he a reference point was, you know what? If they're going to call, uh, if they're going to call the cross-checking penalties, it changes the dynamic a bit with the bigger, heavier defenseman. And uh, because the Oilers have built a little bit more of a transition D. Nurse and Barry can move the puck. Nurse transports it. Barry transitions it. Keith and CeCe can both get the puck up the ice. And we know Bouchard's got offensive ability. So the question then gets asked, do, do you think the NHL sticks with this where they're making a concerted effort to eliminate specifically cross-checking in the league? Nobody has better sources with the league than you do, John. Where, where, you know, How serious is the league taking this right now? Well, I mean, I think Kenny answered it by the the way he uh, explained it to you. I, th- I think at least for the near future, they're going to try to enforce it and try to build a case so the players uh, don't abuse it as the season goes on. Uh, and, and quite frankly, in the end, you know, we didn't hear too much about cross-checking in the regular season, Bob. It all pertains to the playoffs and how they manage it in the playoffs. So that's the bigger issue, is what happens. Sure, now is is good that they can try to train the players to understand that you know that extra cross check, the dangerous cross check, is going to be penalized. Uh, but they better start doing it at the end of April when the playoffs start. Well, and uh, there's a couple places to get to there. So the Montreal Canadiens, and all year long, because you know I know you get your chances in to talk to Ken, and you have him on uh, the show that. Uh, you're, you're being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year for right now, Serious Radio. The millions, Bob. Millions. For the yes, for the millions and millions watching uh, and listening around the world. Uh, where was I going to go with this? Anyhow, bottom line is the Montreal. <laughs> every step of the way, Ken Holland said Montreal was a dangerous team because of the heaviness and size of their defense. And that ultimately did come to fruition. The Canadians went on an extended. Of course, they had Carey Price in goal, but they had yep. a big, tough D as well. And. In theory, John, that's supposed to be the type of defense that gets penalized a bit, at least during the course of the season. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no no question about that. I think that. Uh, when you looked at Montreal in the playoffs, when you think that, uh, you know, Jeff Petrie had a hell of a playoff, Ben Sherrod had a hell of a playoff, and Shea Weber, who will not play this year, w was phenomenal for Canadians. Um, you're right, that that was, you know, the teams that were slower getting out of their zones but had the ability to move people around the front of the net. That's what this penalty is supposed to impact. Uh, and and I, I, as I said, we and we've seen this before, we, and, and there are some things that it maintain to be enforced. You know, the hooking penalty that we hated in 2003 and 2004, they have basically eliminated yes. it. Um, and, but it took, a, it took a while. And we, you know, they, they tried to enforce it in 2006 and 2007, and then the manager said too many power plays, and they went away from it, but finally got it right by 2010. Um, this one is a little more obvious because of the physical nature of the cross-check, and I think it's easier to call. I mean, you know, there was a time in the rule book that you, you as a defenseman in front of the net, you were allowed to cross-check a guy once. I wonder if that's going to go away completely as well between now and Christmas, and then the league revisits it. Well, and so here's the thing. From a purely Edmonton-centric uh, perspective, no team's had a better power play than Edmonton over the last two years. In the last nope. 30 years, John, as you know, Edmonton's had the best two years ago and the third best power play in the last 30 years in the NHL. So this is a team that benefits if there's calls made. And oh, by the way, they've got you know a couple of the most gifted players in the world and one of them for two straight playoff uh a play-in series and then a playoff series one guy couldn't draw a call couldn't get him uh, his team of power play that was Connor mcdavid i mean and it, oh you know was that who it was yes we've never discussed this before <laughs> privately no i know, I know. <laughs> but no, and, and so i'm not like here's the thing there hasn't been a game played yet we're sitting and part of the reason we're having this conversation john is people are going well you know mcdavid can get to a 50 150 points i'm like are you, that's come on man nobody's getting to 100 well he had 1.88 points per game but one of the caveats is if they do call a bunch of five on threes because they're calling cross-checking and teams end up getting five on threes. The Oilers are going to execute on five on threes. They're going to destroy. And you know what? I, I I do think early on we will see that uh, because you know, the the microscope is on the referees to call the cross check. Uh, I do think that uh, in the old adages, you don't call a penalty in the last minute of play. You don't call one in overtime. You do. You know, you don't call it. You don't call a five-on-three situation when the team's uh, on the power play. I do think with the cross-check that if there are teams abusing that rule, particularly in the month of October and the month of November, I think the league will try to hammer them to make sure that it doesn't happen. So we might just see a few more five-on-threes, Bob. Different league, NBA versus NHL. NBA has a reputation for uh, building and, and protecting their stars. That said, uh, the TNT package, we've discussed it before. We both love it. It's, it's. I mean, come on. When they got Shaq on there with Charles Barkley, yeah. it's humorous. It's big personality. But they don't hold back from a league perspective. They like if, if they think that you know there's not enough calls being made. Actually, at times I, I think they think there's too many calls, especially given the generation that Barkley played in. I, now I'm going to transition this. We have two high-profile former Oilers, two of the biggest players in the history of the game, personality-wise, Wayne Gretzky 
and Mark Messi on competing networks, new partners for the NHL, new opportunity to grow the game. Do you think their opinion will have any sway with uh, with New York in terms if of what? If they have them. If they have if them. They, if they have them. All right. There you go. You know, if they have them, I mean, I and uh, bo- I view both guys as I was—I was, I was going to say friends, but that might be a little too liberal. Acquaintances, yeah, people that I can talk to. They know my name. I know their name. We've been able to have a few laughs together. Yeah, uh, I'm closer to Wayne than I am Mark. Um, but I would—I would tell you, I, I watched Mark last night, and I—I th- I, I think Mark Mark needs to be more aggressive. Mark needs to be much more like Mark Messier, the player. Uh, than he was last night for ESPN. He was very diplomatic last night. I, I don't think people want diplomacy. I think they want honesty. And uh, I do think that that's something that the Turner people have told uh, their whole panel, Tockett, Carter, Bissonnette, Gretzky. Uh, and I expect a little more edge out of the Turner people than I did ESPN. Well, is that what we get with NBA right now? More edge out of TNT than we do with ESPN? I, I think so. I, although I do think that I do think ESPN is trying harder to do it because they're they're playing catch up. Uh, but uh, but right now, you, you know, and I, I listen. Wayne carries so much influence, and Wayne will do it if he wants to. Um, and obviously, he took the job, so he wants to at some point. Yes. And he wants to help the game grow. He wants to help the game go to another level in the United States. Um, and so, from that perspective, I, I do expect Wayne to to have some opinions, and 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 obviously, if he has opinions, then people in New York and Toronto at the league offices will listen. I do find it interesting, and I'm gonna. I believe it was Jack Michaels that told me this, and maybe it was just amongst Canadian teams, but I think the team that appears the most on TNT are the Oilers. Well, was it, why is that surprising? Well, just because they're a Canadian team. In in the U.S. Well, except, except but yeah, but except except that we we did start to see this in the last couple of years of the NBC deal. When you think about it, uh, name the top five players in the National Hockey League right now. Well, Edmonton has two of them. Right, and I would I would garner to say that Toronto has one of them. So three of the top five players in the National Hockey League play in Canada, and if you expect people to watch your product, you better show some Canadian teams. So right. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer uh, to make sure that because I mean guys like Connor uh, are starting. They have it there. They're not there yet. Are starting to transcend the sport. Yeah. Transcend the sport. So there are people walking down the street in Little Rock, Arkansas, and they and, and five years ago, name a hockey player. It was T.J. Oshie or Wayne Gretzky, and now it's going to be Connor McDavid. And I think that Turner's smart in doing it because they're going to need the Edmonton Oilers and teams like it north of the border in the playoffs to promote the game. Still don't think uh, quite as big as maybe Darren McFadden once was uh, in Arkansas. Well, that's a good point. That's, uh, that's actually a, a, a good point by you. But uh, And notice, if you're, going to, if you're going to move this conversation to football, Bob, yeah. I did not bring up Texas A&M and Alabama yet. You know, uh, Jack uh, did a great job carrying the broadcast on fr- <laughs> Saturday night because <laughs> we had it on in the press box. And you know what? Oh. That's why we watch sport. We watch it for that, you know, oh. for 107,000 fans getting And it shows you that fans can make a difference because I'm telling you, if that's a neutral site game with no fans or if that game's in Alabama, Alabama wins by two touchdowns. But when you're playing in the fourth largest stadium 
only by like a thousand less than the big house in Michigan, may I add. Mm-hmm. You're playing in that stadium with that fan base that, I mean, you could, you could go all the way back to the day when Bear Bryant coached Texas A&M. They've got a loyal fan base that supports that program and are all in, and Alabama are the Darth Vader. There, I, There's not, like, Tampa Bay isn't seen that way in the NHL. Like, they've won six of the last oh, no. 12. The Yankees aren't seen that way anymore in uh, in baseball, right? So, Well, hold on. Hold on, though. Um, when was the last time the Yankees won the World Series? Come on, now. I, I the moment the Yankees win the World Series, the, the moment the Yankees win the World Series, they're going to be back to that. Right. You know, right now, right now that team in, in Major League Baseball is the Houston Astros. Those cheating Astros, you know, that's what's going to happen. And that's what's going to happen. You know, we're going to hear a lot about it in the Boston series with the Astros. But anyway, that's that's another story. I just didn't want to bring up the fact that Alabama, uh, you know, not number one anymore. I mean, I I don't know how you slept all weekend, even on the holiday Monday. I, I, I think it's away. awesome for sport, like when, when stuff like that happens, because I love sport, right? Like I just yep. I love it. So, you know what? I think they'll find a way to get over it. And hopefully they don't lose another game this season and still win a national <laughs> title. All right. Switching. But. <laughs> But still, that is part of it. Like, in the Southeast, for the listeners that are unaware, college football is huge. In the rest of the states, NFL football is huge. Yeah. And hockey's got to work its way up. And it circles back to our conversation point. they got to sell the stars, don't they? Because that's part of American culture, isn't it, John? Oh, it is. It is. But here's here's what's interesting about that. And I don't view this as a negative. This is just my observation. So last night I watched ESPN from the moment it started to the moment it finished. Yeah. And they had a they, they did something that Hockey Night in Canada did 10 years ago. They had a, a, a player in the warm-up wired for sound so that they could actually interview him on the ice, which is fantastic. It was but but we did it in Canada first. So what you know you're, you're you're talking about the Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Who did they pick as the player, Bob? Do you know who they picked as the player? Well, I I uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Now, should it have been Steven Stamkos or Victor Hedman? Did two they big pick stars? a guy like Colton or Maroon, one of those guys? Patrick Maroon. Yeah. They picked Patrick Maroon. Last night, the underlying story at the, by the end of the game was Brian Boyle. Right? You know, and they, who did they interview after the game? Brian Boyle. And so we are. This is not a sport driven by stars, and that's one of the issues that Americans don't understand. They don't understand it because great players don't. And this is this is. I'm on my soapbox now. Great players in our game play a third of the game. Yeah. A third of the game. LeBron James, when he wins championships, plays 96% of a game. And that's the biggest difference. And that's something for a lot of people, it's a difficult, if, if you're in a non-traditional hockey market or a non-hockey market that you think you want to watch the game, it's going to be difficult for you to understand. John, I put a stat out when I do my lineup report uh, before every game. And I, one of the stats I put out is how many guys play more in the 20 minutes of the game. And the Oilers are the exception to the rule because they have three forwards the last two seasons that have played right. north of 20-plus minutes. Most teams have just a single forward, and then they'll have three of their top four defensemen play north of 20. The Oilers are a team that has three forwards that play 20-plus minutes and then three defensemen that play 20-plus uh, minutes as well. So that just illustrates the point even further. And maybe Well, and here's the thing. I think, I think, and, and not to change the topic completely, but I think as the Oilers get more successful, 
that will change. Yes. You know, I think as the Oilers' forward groups get deeper, that should change. And th and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing for the Edmonton Oilers. You know, I, I would rather see Connor McDavid be effective at 20 minutes every night of the year rather than being tired 20 games of the year and playing 23 minutes. And because, I mean, he's still human. I know he's superhuman, but he's still human when it comes to playing the game and does get tired at times. All right, John, some quick hitters. Do the Oilers win the Pacific Division or does Vegas? Gosh, I would have picked Vegas until I watched them last night, so I'm picking the Oilers. Way to go. Uh, they don't have Mark Andre Fleury. They're lighter at center than Edmonton. Oh. I think Edmonton. I don't. They don't have. They don't. They lighter at center. I mean, God bless Chandler Stevenson, the pride of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. But my goodness gracious, he can't be your. He, you can't expect to go a long way with him as your number one center. Connor McDavid, how many how many points does he get this? We got another day of NBA action, and with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's here. 126. Okay, I'm just I'm just a little over uh, low low 130s, I believe. Uh, who scores more goals, Hyman, RNH, or Poliarvi? Uh, uh, Zach does. On this date in 1979, as we go to this date in Oilers history, I got to ask you whether or not you worked this game. On this date, 1979, for our friends uh, Dennis and Jason Lollaberti at New West Travel again. Once uh, we and, it, and we got word today from Krista Freeland. Interesting. Did you read the Goal Open Mail story about her being on the watch list by with the KGB when she was a student over in uh, uh, Russia back in the day? Pretty interesting stuff. I, I I, I view that as a compliment. What's that? That you're on the watch list for the? Well, were you? No, that, no, no, no. That she was on the watch list for uh, for the KGB. I mean, she was doing something right if she was. Well, you are list. you are our political correspondent on this show. You know that. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you very on much. On this date in uh, 1979, again when uh, we get Oilers now road trips going again, New S travel will have them. The Edmonton Oilers make their first appearance on Hockey Night in Canada. They played to Detroit a, Red Wings. Did you work that game? No. In fact, I can tell you why. I was supposed to do it. But my boss, 
at the time was a guy named, uh, the legendary producer named Ralph Mellenby. Scott's dad. Scott's dad. And Ralph Mellenby came to me two weeks before and he said, Kid, you know what? There's only one first game for the Oilers on Hockey Night in Canada. And I'm the boss and I want to do it. (laughs) So... So I didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> Who am I? To, this guy was a legend. How am I supposed to argue with a legend? There you go. Uh, Blair McDonald opened the scoring just eight minutes. Got two goals in the night. Jim Robson, great play-by-play voice out of Vancouver. Uh, he was good, yeah, wasn't he? J- Jim Robson, uh, I want to say, because I did, I remember Jim Robson and Jerry Pinder, I believe, were in the broadcast booth that night for Hockey Night in Canada, with our old pal John Wells as the host. There you go. Well, that's for all the shut-ins out there. <laughs> Uh, all the hospital patients and shut-ins. Those that can't get out to hockey games. There you go. John. I do remember the night that I do remember the night that Jim actually said hello to the deaf by mistake. So, <laughs> really? I do. Wow. He did. He, he felt awful for a week. He felt awful for a week. He said, "I, John, I think I just said hello to the deaf." I said, "Don't, Jim, don't worry about it. You're, you've been too good to too many people for people to worry about." I've been told that I personally help drive radio sales, not people wanting to buy advertising on our show, but people wanting to sell their radios. One of my, I know you got to go, but one of my favorite stories of all time is that I'm walking up the stairs at Maple Leaf Gardens to the gondola with Brian McFarlane, the legendary broadcaster for the Maple Leafs, and some fan, about two sections over, stands up and yells, Hey, McFarlane, you're the reason I come to the games. And Brian thinks it's a compliment. And he says, Thank you very much. He says, That way I don't have to listen to you. There you have it. John, great stuff. We'll talk on Monday. Okay, Bob. All the best. You've had John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling 2, uh, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation Mediterranean chicken. Tomorrow, Kevin Weeks for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in solar electrical installation and service. Electrical prefabrication solar. Louis DeBrusque and George LaRock as well. We'll have a recap of tonight's game. Uh, face-off show 6 p.m. Buck drop at 8 p.m. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye, 3 to 6. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. I'll rejoin you at 6 on the face-off. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.